Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. Hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Isis and guns. Um, all right, we're good to go? Yeah. All right, that's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We're joined by Ed Larson. How you doing? What's going on? Hound dog. <laughs> there he is, Ed the Hound Dog Larson. And uh, Saman Arbabi. Thanks for being here, Saman. Thank you, guys. Wonderful. Uh, 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 great... Uh, Bunch of developments happening around the world. ISIS is killing everybody. Yeah. And now we're going to kill ISIS. Oh. To cause an overall world peace. Oh, yeah. What's going on, Saman? What's your take on these individuals? Are you happy? A lot of folks, I, I watched an interview with Mr. Mitt Romney, the storming Mormon himself, and what a <laughs> what a strong white man he is. Yes, he has good hair, good hair. Oh, some of the best hair I've ever seen. Best by far for a Republican. He's, he's never had a sip of coffee. You're drinking coffee right now, Saman. Mitt doesn't want any. He doesn't drink coffee? No, he's a Mormon. Mormons aren't allowed to drink coffee? No coffee, no condoms. About no coffee for Mormons. They don't have coffee, no, no caffeine. Caffeine not allowed. No, yep, he's right. Mormons are like Muslims, huh? This is why <laughs> This is why Mitt had a very difficult time relating to the American population. He but does he drink alcohol? He doesn't drink alcohol. He doesn't have sex. He doesn't have caffeine. He has nothing. He has no pleasures of the flesh. Is he pro-lesbian? Well, of course. Do Muslims also believe that Muhammad came to America? <laughs> he found mm. America. It was Christopher <laughs> Muhammad. Yeah. Something like that. But Mitt was saying That's that... That's why he called them Indians. Yeah. <laughs> Mitt was saying that the, the reason the Middle East is so messed up right now is because uh, Barack Obama did not go arm the rebels in Syria as they were fighting the Assad regime. Uh, Suman, what do you think about that statement? Um, about... Should Barack Obama have uh, armed the uh, the Syrian rebels? Would that have would that have gotten rid of uh, ISIS? Well, the thing is, um, Obama considered and now is considering to arm these uh, rebels. Uh, but uh, they did have a tie working with the Turks in supporting the opposition, and kind of ISIS came out uh, out of this relationship. And there was a great Twitter uh, picture with John McCain hanging out with three individuals, and he called them patriots, I believe. I think he hashtagged it. And uh, and those people all ended up being members of ISIS. Yes, they were wearing black with ski masks and holding AK-47s. And In a right. picture with John McCain. He posed with three guys they weren't in ski masks holding AK-47s in Syria. They weren't wearing masks and at the time. And they called them patriots. Yeah, they weren't wearing masks at the time, but he did think that they were uh, they were better than Assad. Well, yeah, at the time, anything was better than Assad. We just wanted to get rid of that guy. Right. We we, we did that in Russia, didn't we, With uh, in Afghanistan with the Russians back then? They, they were called the Mujahideens, now they're called Al-Qaeda and Taliban. Right. 
So it's the same thing. And we got a draw there. That was good. We financed Al-Qaeda or uh, Osama bin Laden's group uh, in Afghanistan to uh, to fight the Russians to a draw. That's right. a pretty big victory. The upside about the ISIS is we don't have to fund them much because they've developed their own economy and they're funding themselves now. So we don't have to actually pay anymore. <laughs> what do you mean how, how they're funding it? themselves? Well... The difference between ISIS and Al-Qaeda is that they control so much territory. Al-Qaeda never controlled any territory. ISIS actually owns half of Syria and half of Iraq now. And what they do is they tax. They have their own economy. They tax these territories that they, they, they control. And I read somewhere they're actually making about a million dollars a day. A million a day. A they day. Gonna, do they do a flat tax or what kind of tax are they I, using? I'm not sure and I want, I, I don't know if it works out the same way it does here with the 1% and 99% but they're, right. they're making enough money. So, so why aren't they shooting people instead of using uh, knives to cut their heads off? They can afford better weapons. Small <laughs> knives too at oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> they, have, they have good weapons. They, they just got their hands on, 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 on uh, Syrian Air Force MiGs and shit like that. No I, way. Oh yeah, they have, they're posing pictures with it. I don't know if they can operate it yet, but give them enough time. We, we, might, we might train their pilots in Florida. Oh, of so. course. Yeah, yeah, Del Rey. Not bad. <laughs> My mother still claims she saw them getting trained in the library. <laughs> In the library? Yeah, well, they were in the same library that my mother used to go to yeah. to, like, you know, research my father and try to find out where he was living. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then she claimed that there was uh, that they were that those guys were in there. And I'm like, you're you're being ridiculous. Library but, of Congress. This, well, I mean, this is no. why Eddie's mother does tackle anyone who doesn't look Irish uh, <laughs> in a library. She'll just tackle anyone that you she Irish? sees. No, no, no. I'm uh, Polish Ukrainian. Polish Ukrainian. Yeah. Oh, how do you feel about the uh, Russian thing then? I don't even know. I mean, you don't give a shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no one wants Ukraine. That was interesting. Uh, what do you think about Obama's speech that he gave there? What was it, Thursday night? Wednesday. Wednesday night? Yeah. yeah the four-step four plan. Yeah. Um, I actually thought the plan was decent, but I, like it, it made sense the way it was written, but... Um, it's more complicated than that. I don't know. Right To be honest with you, I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do right now. Like... He's considering uh, to fund the opposition group that the groups that fight ISIS, but then ISIS quickly came out and preempted that by uniting with those folks in Syria and having a ceasefire till a final resolution to cooperate in the future. So I, whoever we fund now, we don't know exactly if they're going to be um, right. fighting ISIS or so they're just going to use the weapon. Even if we did fund the people in uh, in Syria, like what? A year and some months ago now, Not regardless of if they weren't ISIS, then they are ISIS now. Yeah. ISIS, so no matter what our weapons, I mean, they already have all of our weapons, but they, have they would have had a couple of more. Yeah. yeah a, lot of, a lot of these videos, you actually find a lot of M16s and stuff like that yeah. in it. So where would they get it? They got it from the Iraqi forces. They got it from whoever, but we gave it to them. Right. Right. I mean, it looks like footage from an Arizona gun range. Just a bunch of deserts and uh, an American weaponry. Lots of that. Lots it's beautiful. Of that. How many yeah. people are in ISIS? Well, CIA just came out with numbers. They thought uh, there were about 20,000 members, but then the new number that just came out last week puts it up to almost 35. And they got a whole bunch of... grand? They got a whole... If, if, if ISIS... The military. Occasionally here in New this York... It's got to get nipped in the bud. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're more powerful than the Ukrainian force. Oh, Jesus Christ. Every single uh, tourism season here in New York City, the subway... See them live on snow. All right. <laughs> you, can, you can eat some snow. Yeah. Every uh, tourism season here in New York City, there's always large people that you see popping up on the subway. Mm. They tend to be from Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio, maybe some from Florida. 
certainly to some from Alabama and Louisiana even has uh, their uh, individuals over here as well. ISIS just got 800 uh, Americans. Yes, they sir. just joined uh, the ISIS army. So my question to you, Simon, is how much fatter has ISIS got? <laughs> <laughs> to a point of diabetes. Yeah. It's so maybe, maybe that's the plan. Send over 800 Americans. They're going to teach everyone that all food should be deep fried at all times and beat ISIS through unhealthy diet. Yeah, you take the bombs of the backpacks, backpacks and you fill them with uh, little Debbie cakes. Perfect. What they're really smart about doing it is like they, they're, they're actually, they put, the videos they're posting, like beheadings and whatever they do, right. and their marketing and their propaganda. Um, they use a lot of people with English accents and stuff like that. And what, that, mm-hmm. that, it, it, they're basically sending a message saying, we're killing your people with your own people. Right. So, and that's that's been very attractive to young recruits that well, are anti-government. They're in their killing countries. the Brits and they're killing Americans, but it's not our people. They're using rappers, and that's what's so upsetting. <laughs> this El Ginny character, he's a rapper. Yeah, well, failed one, but yeah, now he's a militia. That's man. just crazy. If he was a successful rapper, he'd still just be a successful rapper, and he wouldn't right. care. He'd just be like making money, rapping. Right, banging hoes and, yeah, yeah. and making videos, and yeah, He's, those days were over with uh, East Coast West Coast beef. Now I guess it's a it's a larger sort of East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's Middle East Coast and uh, West Coast. Yeah, I'm reading this thing, uh, this story that the New York Post just put out. It says that there are so they're starting to see more American females joining ISIS. Right? Yeah, and yeah, they're but, using them to um, actually. Yeah, they have, the, and they're using these ladies to. Uh, recruit young men to join join the group. Wow, yes. Yeah, so group, they're using kind of like female groupies. <laughs> <laughs> right. And saying this is it. You get these for now. We don't know what they look like because of the whole hijab thing, but if, <laughs> if you die, you'll find out because you get 72 of them. So they hate us for an over for having an over-sexualized culture, but yet they're taking our ladies over there and using them to uh, yeah. using them as sex bait. Pretty much. It seems like they're co-opting a lot. It seems like they're, uh, I guess... Hatred towards America only goes so far as it becomes inconvenient to them. Mm. Like, once it starts to be, we're like, okay, we can start sexual... Like, we can say the internet is evil until we realize that we can use the internet to our purposes. Exactly. We tweet, we use Instagram, but our people can't do it here. Yeah. I would love to know what their Twitter science is, because those numbers... They, their Twitter score is huge. Gigantic. They're crushing it. James Foley. Adam, uh, what was it, Saltloff? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and now there was a British fella. Now those are two, obviously uh, James and Adam. They were reporters. You were an international reporter. You were in a lot of war zones. Uh, what do you think it was like for uh, James Foley there in captivity? Did he make mistakes to get caught? What happened in that situation? Um, and know, when you watch that story, when you watch that beheading, I mean, that must hit a little bit closer to home for you than uh, for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I wasn't as brave as he was. He was already uh, captured once in Libya and let go. Yeah. Um, so to me, that would have been enough. <laughs> you know, I right. wouldn't, I wouldn't go try out Syria. But times have also changed. For um, like this, the, the second one, Salt, Saltov. Yeah. Uh, they found out that he was actually captured by one of the opposition groups in Syria. And ISIS was looking for foreign, anyone foreign, including journalists, and paid maybe up to $50,000 to buy this person from the other opposition group 
to basically kind of like and Al Qaeda has been doing it for a while. A lot of, it's mm. becoming a business for a lot of um, armed men in Middle East kidnapping foreigners and Westerners and then selling it to people like ISIF and Al Qaeda. So it's sort of like the not ISIF. <laughs> ISIF is different. Sorry, ISIS. In America, we have the human sex trade and things like that. So you purchase someone to, uh, to sell into sexual slavery, but in an ISIS situation, you purchase somebody and you sell them into yeah. uh, political slavery. Exactly. I mean, you, you could fifty thousand dollars is a lot of money for a bunch of gangsters, you know. So yeah, it's, it's become a business. Do you think the U.S. government should ever uh, give cash? Do you think they they should start like, you know, bartering? And I mean, you know, Obama gave the five. Uh, uh, people from Guantanamo Bay, he gave, yeah. uh, and they were terrible individuals, some of the more dangerous folks over there, and uh, he gave them uh, for, um, what's the name of the uh, the sergeant that was uh, released? I can't remember off the top of my head. He's going back in the uh, circulation, though. Uh, he's returning back to the military. But it's it's uh, there's a flip side to that. Should you negotiate sometimes with terrorists? Because I know uh, um, yeah, Foley, Foley's mother is very unhappy. What was his name? Bo Bergdahl. Bo Bergdahl. It was her own fault. I mean, she was sitting there. It's like, oh, please don't kill my son. Please don't kill my son. Of right. course they're going to kill your son. Now that everyone's paying attention. She was desperate. But um, uh, the, the thing about what Obama did is actually, from the intelligence view, any of those five guys they released, any of them could be flipped. For Bo. The, the guys they, they released for Bo. Right. Bo, so yeah. you don't know if any of them are actually working for our intelligence services now. You right. see what I'm saying? There's sure. a little game of cat and mouse here. Uh, but our policy is not to give money and shit like that. But now a lot of other governments do give money. The French have given money. The Brits have given money. We used to give money to Iran-Contra. <laughs> right. Reagan fucked up, but uh, things changed since then because of that. But uh, Europeans still do. Yeah. Europeans pay a lot of money for their hostages. So, I mean, do you think that that is a, uh, on purpose? When we watch these videos, we, Marcus and I discussed it on, uh, on a previous episode. Who, what propaganda, ISIS propaganda or American propaganda, who has more of a benefit from watching these disgusting beheading videos? Because obviously the U.S., these were the videos very similar to Ray Rice. Everyone was like, oh, two-game suspension, not a big deal. The videotape comes out of him punching his wife. Next thing you know, lifetime ban, and the whole uh, Roger yeah. Goodell might be fired. And now, um, oh, ISIS is bad. They're raping women. They're beheading people. We finally see it. We're going to war, even though uh, we're not going to call it a war, but it's about uh, as, as warlike as it can possibly get. To answer your question, Fox, CNN, Al Jazeera, and these guys. It's content for 24-hour day news services. Those are the major beneficiaries. Yeah, of course. You sell Viagra commercials. Oh, my goodness. There's a pill for the disease I have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you think about this new uh, American propaganda video, the one that we released? The, the one welcome, that State Department produced? Yeah, the Welcome to the Islamic State Land one. It's total stupidity. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. It Have you guys cool. seen this yet? I haven't no. seen this, no, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's take a look at this. This is uh, one that the Americans uh, put out recently uh, called, uh, it's about a minute, and it's, why don't you come and join the ISIS state? You, too, can be a part they basically, of the fun. They, they used... ISIS's propaganda video as our own propaganda video. So okay. whatever you see is cut from their version of it. Yeah, check this out. Run, do not walk to ISIS land. Come over for Assyria is no longer for Syria and Iraq is no longer for Iraqis where you can learn useful new skills for the Ummah. Blowing up mosques. Mosques getting blown up. Crucifying and executing Muslims. 
And it's just showing horrible, horrible right. yeah, yeah. Uh, photos from the, uh, I guess, the ISIS campaigns. Now they're just beating and shooting people. Yeah. But that looks pretty par for the course there. Very par for the course. Yeah, a lot of heads off of their bodies and uh, things like that, blowing up mosques and whatnot. Flogging, shooting. That's zero, that has zero effect, though. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, it it's not even like, phased by it anymore. Yeah, and it seems like this could actually inspire people to go and join ISIS because part of the reason I think why people are drawn to this is just drawn to the hyper-violence Yeah, of it's it. yeah. romanticizing this shit. Yeah. So if you don't like them already, that's not going to change your mind. But if you're into it, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, last week this... Um, I, uh, I don't know if you guys read about it, but ISIS actually executed another... Um, executed... Like a like a leader of a tribe or something okay. mm-hmm. that was pro ISIS and more extreme than ISIS. They executed him because he was even too extreme for ISIS. <laughs> this now, is you gotta, I thank forgot, you, ISIS. I forgot <laughs> the guy's name, but we talked about it on our show. Right. So ISIS is now turning into something moderate now, <laughs> and they're executing people for extremist ideas. He didn't have the paperwork, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I guess he was going rogue. So but, where's right. the where's the ceiling? There is no zinning. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, is it's it... not like NHL. I have no fucking idea. I mean, that's the crazy what? thing about it. Like, you had Don Imus, and then you had Rush Limbaugh, and now we have Alex Jones. Every generation gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I mean, so if ISIS is killing somebody that's uh, perceived as more dangerous than they are, yeah. if ISIS does end up, you know, falling, and they will, I mean, not, there's no way that the U.S. government is going to be able to lose this war, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, do you think the, you, <laughs> I don't know because it's not a conventional war. It's not. Yeah. It's not the kind of war we're used to and we're trained to fight, like like the Cold War, like the Soviets and stuff like that. This is totally like grassroots based, you know, kind of like militant war that we're not. I mean, F-16s don't really have much effect in things like that. So it's going to go on forever. You do think the war on terrorism is going to continue on forever? It seems to be the thing now. I mean, it's hot, so. It's only yeah. gotten worse, right? Yeah. Al Qaeda's jealous now. Right. They're they're like their recruit numbers are dropping. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it is because everyone's going to ISIS. You know, Al Qaeda's becoming a competition now. Al Qaeda's trying to come back, and they're losing numbers. They're opening franchises in India now and shit. But uh, you have brands that are very cool. ISIS has done a wonderful job of uh, job of branding themselves. They have. They absolutely. Have. They seem badass. They look like it. Yeah. Right. And so if you're a uh, if you're a youth, I mean they're definitely the ones that you want to go to. Well, they're they're most of their militants are actually from like Al, um, Algeria, Tunisia, uh, fucking um, Chechnya. So they're recruiting pissed off young Muslims from anywhere in the world right now, and including European countries and United yeah. States. If you're pissed off black rapper, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems to be your record label right now. So. Yeah, they're recruiting people from all over. But in fact, there are some people that have gone over there to fight for ISIS that have figured out that it's not all it's cracked up to be. They're wanting to actually come back. There's a group of ISIS rebels that are now try- talking to a university in England trying to figure out a way to return to England from Syria. Good luck. Because they got over there and they figured, oh, this is fucking terrible. Right, like, right. Uh, we're, We are dying. The only problem is that if they come back to England, they go to prison for 30 years mm. automatically. It's like 
like going to McDonald's and the pictures always look so much better till yeah. you order that cheeseburger. They ended up going there and they're like, oh, it's not exactly what I thought it was. Yeah, they're saying that they're being fun, like they're being forced to, they're being funneled into rebel groups. Like they're not fighting for the cause that they thought they were fighting for. They're fighting for something completely different, but they have mm-hmm. no other choice. It's either fight or die. What is, what is the cause? What is the cause that people think they're going over there to fight for? What is ISIS's like uh, main uh, what's selling the, point? What's the end game? Yeah, what, I mean, what, what, what are they telling these kids? Well, see, ISIS's whole thing comes from, it's very old, man. It goes back to 100 years ago. After World War I, when the Ottoman Empire collapsed, uh, the Brits and the French took over the Middle East. Mm-hmm. And, and there, weren't, there was not a country called Iraq back then. The Brits and the French basically mapped out a different Middle East and created these countries. Um, and from then on, a lot of Arab nationalists became very anti-Western because they looked at, they saw Middle East as a country that was actually controlled and divided by the Western, mm-hmm. by, the, by the Christians. So their concept today is there's no Syria, there is no Iraq. All of us Arab Sunnis are united to a bigger Middle Eastern Arab nation that's that doesn't have any borders between Iraq and Syria, and they're fighting to create that land. If you have a classroom over there in Iraq or uh, in the Middle East, and there's a map of the world, is it is it uh, the same map that we see here in the United States? It's still the same map, but if you look at the the new maps that CNN show um, of Iraq and Syria with ISIS in the middle, that's what they're trying to expand and and turn it into an Islamic state. Right. And uh, so how is that different than what Al-Qaeda was up to? I mean, Al-Qaeda, would, did Al-Qaeda ever want to, like, settle somewhere? Or they were, were they more like nomads? Were they more like Vikings? And they were just like, we're going to rape and pillage and leave. But ISIS actually wants to settle in and, uh, and yeah. really create a government? ISIS's ultimate goal is to overthrow the Saudi government because that's their holy land, uh, the Mecca, where, you know, the Arabs mm-hmm. consider a holy place. for They, call, they consider it God's crib. That's his house. And they want to eventually take over Saudi Arabia, and that's, that's their final goal. Then they have access to all the oil in the world. It's a holy land, and right. they unite the entire Arab world in the Middle East. That's their, that's their mission. Do you think that uh, them actually gaining some sort of foothold in Saudi Arabia is the only thing that's going to put American boots on the ground? Um, or if they do get there, will there be American boots on the ground because they're one of our main allies in the Middle East. I mean, we already have the boots on the ground, though. Well, it's going to be a different game because we tend to put boots on the ground when oil's in danger. (laughs) Right. So when it gets to that... to that to that point, then I think not only the United States, but a lot of countries are going to put many boots on the ground, but hopefully it won't even get there. Um, But we have to remember, ISIS also exists because of uh, a lot of... Most of their money came from Saudi Arabia and sympathizers in Saudi Arabia. How has Saudi Arabia gotten away with funding so many terrorist groups? I mean, obviously, they're the ones who funded everyone on 9-11, and we're still close with them and all those things. Is it just the oil? I mean, because now they won't even, like, I mean, before, uh, a couple of, a a month or so ago, they were like, please, Obama, come, kill ISIS, kill ISIS. And now they've sort of, uh, now that we are taking a more aggressive stance, they're like, oh, okay, well, uh, we're just going to be back here. We turned a blind eye on this whole thing, and also... Um, Bush really done fucked up. Are they the luckiest country? Are they, are they, are they, they're bulletproof. They're like Teflon. They're not. They're hanging by a thread because um, Saudi Arabia is like fucking 500 years behind, man. They're just like, 
the women are fighting to drive. Right. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how fucked up it is. But what happened was when we fucked up in Iraq, when the Shiites took over the Sunni government, the Saudis funded so much money and they put in so much money into the Sunni opposition terrorists that that's where ISIS comes from. And the U.S. likes the Sunnis. U.S., well... As they don't a, like us. It, well, no one likes us. U.S. <laughs> likes anyone that protects our interests in the oil fields. Uh, in the region. And, right. Can we do some like uh, offshore drilling off of Saudi Arabia with some diagonal, you know, work and drink their milkshake? <laughs> uh, that's a good move. I love that move. I think we need to take you to the State Department and bring that up. Put yeah. that into PowerPoint. We'll see he, what it goes. He does it, have a senatorial experience. He does. <laughs> that sounds more like a rational reason than anything else I've heard so far from any government. <laughs> But the Saudis, they're they're fine. We've we've never they're we've, not fine. No, we've never threatened them though uh, with any sort of military action. They they've really aided. They, all they've done is benefit uh, benefited from the things that we've given them, and all they've done is create people to uh, yeah. eventually come and kill us. We sell them weapons. We buy their oil. And there's a lot of economy uh, stuff involved that we've always turned a blind eye on on their human rights record, and that's always been fucked up. When right. does ISIS get to join the Olympics? <laughs> as soon as beheading becomes a sport. When the United it. Nations actually accepts their flag yeah. as a legit government. Again, it's the same way I feel about the stars and bars, the old Confederate flag. Amazing flag. It's a very cool flag. What is the ISIS flag? I don't even know what it looks like. It's that big black it's kind of like is the, it just a black it's scary it's just it's yeah. it's like it's a black it's like the japanese flag but it's black and white oh. and there's a white circle in the middle and it's got some arabic slogans about god and you know oh you can't put words on your flag yeah yeah nothing just like at least it should be english i think yeah it, it's kind of ba- i mean it kind of looks like a punk logo what it is it's yeah, very yeah. punk yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's extremely it's punk. handwritten oh, and it's like it it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the circle's not even straight it's like a sex pistol i'm yeah, sure there is like a band that should be on k records or something like that it's hip again it's 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 actually you know I'm sure there is like a band called like the the Acid Trippers or something and they yeah. had that as their logo and they're like oh shit well there there, there <laughs> is a, sucks there's actually a company uh, that's called ISIS it stands for something and they're pretty pissed off because it's right. hurting their 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 business and oh, they're like they're please stop yeah. calling there's them ISIS there's even a woman down oh. in Florida that's trying to start a social media campaign because her name is ISIS. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Plus, there's that awesome Bob Dylan song. There's all kinds of things that ISIS is fucking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, earlier Archer. this year. Archer, of course. The, earlier this month, there was a, a social media campaign uh, involving burning the ISIS flag. Did you see that? No. Like, it was kind of like the ice bucket challenge type thing where there was these uh, teenagers in Lebanon that were burned. They burned the ISIS flag, and then they would nominate other people to burn the ISIS oh, really? flag on uh, video. But well, that's a sensitive country, too. What are the yeah. Chinese going to start making little ISIS flags? <laughs> Probably when are they going to start selling them at Epcot Center? <laughs> These are the questions I need asked. I know it. <laughs> the Baghdadi action figures and shit. I love that ISIS. Yeah, that, what 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 do the words mean? You love that ISIS. Keep, keep that as a sound. Yeah, thing. I, lo- I love that ISIS. Flag. Islamic State uh, <laughs> That's what it says. in Syria. It says, uh, but, yeah. but now it's IS. It's not ISIS anymore because what's this thing? By the way, with uh, the Obama administration, they call it ISIL. Why is it called ISIL? Some call it ISIS. Some call it IS. What is it? It's IS now. And now it's IS. But why? Why do you know why they call it IS? ISIL. It used to be Islamic State in Syria, but now that they've taken control in Iraq and they want to expand it into other countries, they just call it Islamic State. We're kind of like listening to what they tell us. 
<laughs> right. And, and, and they're no longer in Syria. They're all over the place. So now it's Islamic State. And, you know, but they're known for ISIS. So we still call them ISIS. But it's more than that. We should be calling them something insulting, like silly little girls. Yeah, that's what <laughs> like, that's, that's how Obama should always refer to them. <laughs> yeah, don't call them terrorists because well, you're just like, boosting their ego. He called them JV before, and people were very upset about Junior that. Varsity. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? They, start, they ended up killing a bunch of people and like really beating yeah. Varsity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh uh uh. Yeah, they really stepped it it's up. It's a major contact sport, right? <laughs> right. Now. It's like when your father, uh, when you were on JV, and your father called you a pussy for not being on varsity, so you stepped it up until yeah. you got on the varsity. Yeah. That's what the president did. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bad move. So yeah. Obama is ISIS's father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> keep, keep. Okay. Capture that. I have to add Obama Hussein. <laughs> I am your father, ISIS. From Kenya. <laughs> How long is the love affair between Iran and the United States going to last? It's not going to last because Kerry just came out. Well, it, it's 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 too soon to say anything because uh, the deadline with the nuke talks with Iran is in November. Mm -hmm. So in November, we have to reach a solution regarding the nuke situation in Iran. At the same time, Iran offered a hand to fight ISIS because Iran's right next door to Iraq. And this really is about the fight between the Sunnis and the Shiites. So Iran is next. So basically, it's going to go well until they meet for Thanksgiving dinner. Kind of. Well, well, everything is destroyed. <laughs> John Kerry says that Iran can't come to Thanksgiving dinner. The, basically, yeah. yeah. Kerry yes. came out last week saying we, we're not going to work with it, yeah. which is actually good because last thing you want this war to end up being is a Sunni-Shiite war. Yeah. So the last thing you want United States to do is to take sides with the Shiites to fight an extremist Sunni um, terrorist organization. Then it's like shit hits the fan everywhere, which I actually I was holding my breath. I'm like, is U.S. really thinking about this? Like, I was about to go to State Department myself and be like, no, 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 that's not a good idea. <laughs> but Kerry came out saying no, and, and now they're talking about, because, yeah, the best way to do this is to fund other Sunnis closer to the ISIS, right. you know, people to fight ISIS. But then with them, you don't know who you're funding because ISIS used to be one of those groups that we supported. So what is uh, what would be the number one concern that Iran has uh, with a growing threat from ISIS? Terrorism in its own territory. You know, you always want to fight your war in, in a proxy. Iran used to fight United States and the West in Iraq uh, through Shiite mili militias and stuff like that. And it's right on the border because they don't want it to spread to their country. And Saudis are worried about the same shit. So... Uh, that's that's the last thing any of these countries want to th this, for this thing to right. spill outside of Iraq and Syria, and it's slowly getting there. Do you think this happens if Saddam Hussein's still in power? No, he had this shit in check. Same with Assad, and same with Gaddafi. Believe it or not, Libya's a disaster. Right. Arab Spring didn't end up being a good spring. <laughs> right. The fruits are the fucked thing. up. Yeah, we were discussing that earlier at the bar today, watching the Miami Dolphins not perform perfectly. <sighs> uh, but that's okay, Eddie. They'll, they'll be back next week, and I think they're going to be great. Um, but uh, there's there's a, there's a notion in America, especially that revolutions, people uprising against the government, the people must be good. They must be in it for the better uh, for the betterment of the uh, of the culture and the country. Yeah, but in reality, that was 200 years ago. Right. The last successful revolution we had historically was the French Revolution, early 1900s. Since then, every revo revolution has been a disaster. Cuba was a disaster. Iran was a disaster. Revolutions are outdated. It's all fucked up. So what's the alternative? 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I just know the bad things. Yeah. I don't have any right. solutions for you. <laughs> I have no. I, have, I cannot help you with any of this. Aww. If our State Department can't take care of this, man. You, right. So uh, it's pretty fucked up. So Saddam really was doing some good work over there, keeping everybody separated. Yeah, because see, when when not to say he was a good guy, he was a fucking no. asshole. But these countries aren't ruled by a central government. Right. Saddam was keeping that shit together through his dictatorship and being a very oppressive person. Same with Assad in Syria, same with Gaddafi in Libya. Because Does it, that lead to a lack of identity? Uh, if you're growing up in the Middle East, you don't have a central government, it's a tribal, uh, it's a it's tribal state. Tribal. Uh, so does that make you feel a little bit more lost in the world and that's something ISIL, uh, ISIS or IS is providing for these young kids? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 what's sexy and attractive about ISIS is they're... You know, it's it it's like the blood the bloods and the cribs or whatever. It's like a the bloods and the cribs. It's like, I remember. <laughs> oh man, that great bloods and cribs uh, fight over there in Los Angeles. It's gotta keep those guns out of those babies' hands. I agree. <laughs> Nine year olds with an Uzi, we see what they can do. It's a gang that's very attractive to young people, and and it it, it gives them a sense of nationalism and patri- patriotism that that's kind of false because these guys don't really have. Ha, ha, they're n- like ISIS didn't come out with like a uh, with like a proposal f- for fixing the environment in the future. Right. Or have their thing is just militant militancy and and destruction and violence. Things that are attractive to eighteen nineteen year old kids. But all under the guise of righteousness. Yeah, I mean, because once you mix God and religion to this kind of stuff. Who's to question it? Justify <laughs> you can't exactly. You're not. It's no longer the the laws of logic don't apply to these things. You can't question God, especially in extreme extreme religious you know countries and ideologies like this. It's like mayonnaise and guacamole. Yeah, who's you know? <laughs> I don't want mayonnaise when it's all alone. That's religion, and I don't want government when it, when it's out. Uh, what if uh, they what, do want to be talked about? What's the Juggalo flag? Because they're kind of like our ISIS. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they are technically a terrorist group. Mm, it's just the hatchet man. Just the hatchet yeah, man? Yeah, with a couple of hatchets, you know, extra, like kind of a skull and crossbones type of thing. Man. Sexy. Um, no. Or just the hatchet man replacing the, the stripes and the stars and stripes. I wonder got, how many of I don't think they've got one like that they've decided on. The Juggalos haven't decided on a, on a proper uh, <laughs> they're, they're, logo? Uh, yeah, that much like the Muslims, <laughs> they're fragmented. How oh. many of those 800 Americans that went over there are ex-Juggalos? All of them. <laughs> Every goddamn one of them. 199 of them. <laughs> well, Ben, I mean, this is something I want to get your opinion on. It's, uh, they, uh, there was a pulled out thing. This, I found the story on Breitbart. Or Breitbart. 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 And uh, 76% of white British converts to radical Islam had red hair. I mean, gingers are fucking dangerous to be around. <laughs> they're not dangerous <laughs> to not be around. Not only strip bars. <laughs> All right. Now, they're not. But also terrorist groups. <laughs> the problem is there's a lot of people, like we were just discussing, looking for answers and looking for power and looking for their um, their own, their, to whittle their own way in the world and get a little uh, get a little self-confidence and a little bit of an ego boost. Redheads have been tormented and abused. Hipster terrorists. <laughs> Hipster terrorists. <laughs> Redheads have been notoriously bullied as children. Yeah. And uh, people argue that they're devil child. And Islam saves them. Well, I mean, that's what they thought. 76%, though. That seems like an awful lot, considering redheads make about uh, make up, I think, about 3% of the world population. Yeah. As far as white British converts, yeah. So ISIS is about 3% of the population now. 
Well, I'll tell you one thing, they're a hell of a lot more dangerous now that they all have red hair. If I were ISIS, I would good. focus on Ireland big time. Yeah. It's not a racial war or a religious war. It's about hair color. It is. Yeah. It's trendy, man. It is. This is the first group, though, to really, uh, really use social media amazingly. ISIS is crushing it. Al-Qaeda started it, and these guys just took it to a different level. But Al-Qaeda was really good with YouTube videos yeah. and, and recruits online and shit like that. Things, they stopped doing it as much once we, we whacked, uh, what's his name, uh, Bin Laden. They, they, they realized, okay, we shouldn't have so much online presence because right. everything can be tracked down and everything. What but, do you think Osama Bin Laden would think about ISIS right now? Because really, I mean, the guy was, a, he's the son of a wealthy man, relatively, I mean, he was, he was, he was a glorified prince. Yeah. You know, uh, he wasn't really a cave dweller like everyone painted him out to be. No, he lived in a home. Yeah, he was fine. And, but he was wealthy. I mean, he's a king for the most well, part. Yeah, his, his father was one of the biggest construction fucking moguls in the Middle East. And like you mentioned earlier, the Cold War, more traditional war, uh, you know, early, uh, early 80s Afghanistan fighting the Russians. It was, it was just a very standard war. Bin Laden was an aging rock star for these terrorists. Yeah. I think he would be like, he would have like a little reunion tour, but he wouldn't be as hot as these guys are today. They wouldn't care about him. No, this guy, Baghdadi, was actually um, detained by U.S. Um, military. Who's Baghdadi? Baghdadi's the leader of ISIS. We had him in custody. We released him. Oh. He served his time. We let him go, and he went right back in the system. So Bin Laden's more like David Crosby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, like, he's like Roger Waters of, yeah. you know, Pink Floyd, but now you got Jack White over Jack there. Jack White just yeah, crushing <laughs> it. I was waiting for the music like, reference. Fuck you. That's I, I think that's pretty good. It's yeah. the new generation of whatever it is. Yeah, they're crystal clear Pepsi. I mean, they're the coolest kids around. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. I'd put a, a Bin Laden more of a Mick Jagger type guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he would come ISIS out with a hit or two. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, he's, he's not, a, he wouldn't be attracting some young bucks. I would, maybe like a ISIS. Justin Timberlake uh, compared to a Justin Bieber. Hmm. Maybe something like that. I can't imagine the Biebs has a lot of respect for Timberlake. No. no. What ISIS did differently that's uh, more successful than Al-Qaeda is Al-Qaeda never focused on gaining territory. He, they were always like hit and run terrorist right. organization. These guys were like, yeah, we can do that. We can also take over chunks of land. Let's just say they win. What what, what's, what's an education system that they have in place? How do you get, are, are they going to build roads? If ISIS does build the ISIS government, I mean, do they really understand, do you think as a, as a group of individuals, do they understand what governance actually means? No, that's the problem. None of, none of these organizations actually have these kind of plans. They're, they're just stupid ideology about destruction and violence. But none of these guys have ever come out with a list of to do things that's actually about good things. It's, it's about extremist religious Violence. Well, I know one of the things that they're worried about as far as things that ISIS has taken is the, uh, wa what was it, a uh, water treatment plant or uh, a dam or something that they took yeah, over? Yeah, yeah, they're pooping in the water treatment plant. <laughs> well, they have no idea how to run it. Well, and apparently this thing has fallen apart. Well, what uh, they were worried about the uh, the dam was that if they take, if, if they control the dam, then they can cut off the not only the water supply to a ton of people, but also they could actually blow it up and it would totally flood like a bunch of cities and kill a lot of people. Yeah. That's when U.S. had to step in and help the Kurds to, to defend it because it could have been a complete disaster. Yeah. It's so great. it's always about destruction. It's not yeah. about getting a dam and providing right. water. No, it's about killing a lot of people. What did you think when the... Uh 
too late? Do you think it was too late? I mean, the, we, we helped out helping those people off the mountain and things like that. And it was a nice humanitarian effort. Do, do you think that that played well for us now if we do? Because we will have boots on the ground. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We have boots on the ground. Um, yeah, we do already have them there. And uh, do you think that uh, overall the people are going to be welcoming, welcoming us as liberators, ironically, uh, 12 years, 13 years after uh, Bush said that they would? They uh, forget about the Bush thing, but they it it could work out if we play our cards right and we work with the Saudis and you know the the, actu- the other governments that are actually Muslim Arab governments to do the work, uh, not for us to do the work. But and do the people want us there? Do you think the people in Iraq do do they want us? No, there? Uh, no, because they they blame everything on us. Even even those who opposed Saddam. Today, if you talk to them, they're like, well, we were better off back then than we are now because now the country's a complete mess. There's no security. The economy's shit. So even if, you know, they didn't like Saddam, they had a, a more secure system than they do today. But So you think that they would be against the U.S. going in there right now and helping out against ISIS? I, I think the majority of people would be because the minute we put our flags around these countries, then it becomes very sensitive. And that's that's when Bin Laden switched from his old war to the new war. It was after the first Gulf War in, um, when we supported and we helped uh, Saudi Arabia and we put boots on the ground to, to defend Kuwait. That's when Bin Laden came out and said, okay, this, the Soviets are done. My new thing is now fighting the Americans. Uh, American presence and military presence in the Middle East and especially Saudi Arabia. But now the Soviets are back. Well, the Soviets are back too. Yeah, yeah. We, we Obama's got this fucking. It's the worst time to be Obama, Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think Bin Laden? Do they actually believed in the American war or a war against the Americans, or he just wanted a war? He just wanted a war because that that was his business. Yeah. You know these 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 people. That's that's what they do. It's not like when the war is over, he's going to become a tech support for IBM. Uh, they got to look for something else, and and sometimes right. we give them that excuse. Right. What about uh, let's let's go briefly to Russia. I mean, obviously, it's been sort of swept underneath the uh, the media rug as of late because you know we're going to war in the Is Middle Russia East. Russia fighting ISIS as well. Russia doesn't like ISIS. Russia doesn't like ISIS because um, they could be our new Nazi. The, well, the uh, ISIS? Yeah. Oh, I, oh no, yeah. Eddie, you make a great point. I mean, yeah, we talked about Nazis. we've covered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're uh, the best. Um, <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say about ISIS and do whatever you want to do to ISIS, and, uh, and but the Russians are taking advantage you. of this Take, yeah. because it, it's it's got us. You know, um, right now it's sort of like we're fighting bunch of wars now, and ISIS is a big one. So for the Russians, it's easier to do what they want to do in Eastern Europe because. We we're, our hands aren't as open as it was. We're not just yeah. focused on, on what the Russians are doing. But the Russians are against ISIS too because they had a major problem with uh, the Muslims in Chechnya and the separatists in in mm-hmm. Russia. Yeah, who are actually fighting now with ISIS. A lot of Chechnyans. And those were the individuals that held up the uh, the, the school there. Oh, yeah. That yeah. you know that, mm-hmm. that big thing. Obama went to Estonia recently to discuss how they were part of the United Nations and part of NATO. And any attack on Estonia is, a, is an attack on the United States. Yeah, the same the way Ukraine next, was. Right. Um, <laughs> Not. Oh, no, Ukraine wasn't. Uh, but uh, but the same way. Uh, but then anyway. But uh, the, the next day, the Russians abducted a uh, an Estonian official. The Russian government. Yes, oh, nice. they they abducted an Estonian official, pretty much just telling Obama that you know whatever you just said doesn't matter. And Obama, of course, took no action. Do you think that his sort of um, 
more relaxed approach to foreign policy has actually caused any of this? Or do you think these events would have occurred uh, regardless? See, that, that, that's why I think Obama's being questioned so much for his um, presidency and authority because uh, he doesn't, he talks right. like, like maybe Reagan would. But oh, not like Reagan. No, not like Reagan. But he, he, I disagree with every single thing Reagan said. But uh, not everything. He, he but talks a lot. like it. He talks, but he yeah. hasn't acted on anything. He talked a lot of shit about Syria, but we didn't do anything about it. Um, he talks a lot about. He, they see him as a very powerless uh, president. That maybe a Republican would be taking a harder stand towards, especially Russia and stuff like that. But it's not as easy as it's said. Uh, Russia's not. Wimpy ass country. What do you right. like? Even if we had a, if even if we had Bush in power, do you think we would beef with Russia even in Ukraine no. as a proxy? Who do you think, Hillary Clinton or Chris Christie? Who do you think would scare Putin more? Hillary Clinton. Uh, I agree. It's a woman. Yeah, I think so. You too. can't lose to a woman. <laughs> yeah, you would be so scared at the thought of losing to a woman. Right. Losing to a fat man, he can take. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And Putin so is so in shape. Yeah. He, the, he basically punished uh, Yeltsin. Yeah, he overthrew Yeltsin's whatever. But I don't know, man. It, it's a tough time for 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 us. So did you? I mean, the the speech last Wednesday when he, you know, he. You know, demanded that we he announced that we were going to have the uh, military intervention and things. Did it lose a certain amount of power because he has backtracked so much previously? No, I think this time he's going to have to act on it because it's a different situation. Is he going to have to act double as hard as he would have uh, before? Totally. And he's got only two years left, so you better do something because you don't want to leave the world in this shambles right here. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, all right, let me ask you this: What happens if all of a sudden hype this? So hypothetical, it's ridiculous. Obama just says, you know what? Fuck the Middle East. Fuck Russia. We're out. We're leaving everything. We're just, it's all over. We're out. We're, we're completely out. We're just concentrating on America and what's going on here. What does that do? Like, what does that make us? Like, that means we're no longer a superpower. Yeah. That means we unplug from that. And but you know what's interesting? That's why it's hard because we are the superpower and, and we have to maintain right. that status in the world. And yeah. now we're being challenged left and right especially by the Russians. Mm -hmm. uh, now we got this mess that we created in the Middle East, mm -hmm. so we can't go down. We have to kind of like And if do we're better. not a superpower, are they worried that if we become less of a superpower, then now we're going get to get attacked and picked on all the time? Yeah, because being a superpower also means spreading your inf influence around the world, and that's what we've been really good at, whether yeah. it's controlling the energy in the world and buying all the oil. Um, having bases, military bases around the world, that's part of being a superpower. And if you say, I'm not, that means you have to get the fuck out of there. And then someone else like China or Russia is going to take over. Right. And out of, out of all these superpowers, I do think the American ideology is one of the better ones that exists. Well, it is. Yeah, by you know? far. But that's a good point, though. And I think a lot of people uh, feel the same or feel the way that Eddie, the question, a lot of people, why don't, why don't we just like get out of there? But we were discussing guns earlier and uh, the sanctions in Russia mm. that Obama put in place, they've raised the, uh, raised the price of AK-47s yeah. here in America. Russian made <laughs> weapons. Yeah. So that's how it's so crazy how everything is super entwined like that. God bless capitalism. And so, uh, you really do you feel like that's one of the reasons? I mean, of course, that's why the French haven't really cared that much about the uh, what the Russians are doing because of all their, uh, you know, um, trade deals and whatnot when it comes down to military yeah. goods. And they're and also like closer that. to Russia. It's a bigger uh, risk for for somewhat of a neighbor of a Russian, you know. Right. You don't want to. It's and and you know the French. What's French the, historically have always 
was stout. What's a financial uh, liability if we do go in there and fight ISIS? Is there any negative financial cost that the U.S. government is going to have as a country here? Yeah, we got to fight a war. We got to yeah. fight a war, but war is big money. Um, is there yeah. any downside? What's the downside of fighting ISIS the right now? The future consequences. You know, we're pissing off a lot of extremists who, not long ago did this thing in New York, yeah. you know, so we're... Right, we're, in the Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it is not a safer world than it was in 2011. How many extremists do you have to kill before there's no more extremists? That's... that's it's just never-ending. Well, the no, problem yeah, is that you create... the more create, you kill, the more they create. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in the process of killing the uh, extremists that you have, like, say you're trying to kill one guy in, uh, in Baghdad, but in the process, you kill an entire family except for yeah. one kid in that family. And, of course, that kid isn't going to be too happy with America, Top so he grows up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fighting cockroaches yeah. in New York. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's not going to... Yeah, it's like the more war you have, the more it inspires people to be to right, and rise up against that's you. That's why this number is so th- scary to know that ISIS has got about 35,000 people. Like, right. are you going to kill all of them? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what was Al-Qaeda at its peak, numbers-wise? Uh, it was in the thousands, but not 35,000. Not 35. I don't know what the number was, but not even. Like, I know when like bin Laden had about like 3,000 people around him in Tora Bora and stuff like that when, when we went after him, but nothing close to... 35,000. There's more people at the Bills game today than 35,000. <laughs> right, right. Are you saying that we should just take the in- entire audience of a NFL stadium? They won't even know what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to get them in, in to a watch stadium. an NFL football game and then blow up the stadium. Drop a no, controlled no. nuke and it's over. <laughs> I wish take, it was that easy. Or take a Buffalo Bills audience and ship them over to uh, to the Middle East and have them fight. Yeah, we them. throw, all right, so we go undercover, we throw a festival in the middle of ice. Yes. <laughs> All right. And we, we, big. big stadium. We build a big stadium. We tell them it's the Olympics. And, uh, and the, it's a is their big chance to get in the Olympics. They bring all their friends. They all come out. It's a big, you know, that's a big, that's a big get. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Big, Massive. <laughs> that would be I'm, I'm, I'm running for Congress. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you still have a better plan, man. I'm telling you. You're on to something. We were discussing Iran, right? And uh, apparently, what if you have a gun in Iran? It's a penalty, penalty. of death yeah. immediately. That's it still is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. People think of these places as so barbaric and so insane, but really, they're uh, but but as more as, civilized than certain American states. Uh, I wouldn't label it as civilized, but there you, there are barely any kind of crimes committed by armed people and weapons. Hardly any, because there aren't any weapons. What's the major crimes there? Um, drug trafficking yeah. um, is a big one. I think that's number one. And those guys have guns. So they go through Afghanistan and Pakistan, bring shit. Um, that's why it's it's death penalty because the government, even if you don't use your weapon, even if you have one, considers you as someone who's about to commit some kind of fucked up crime that's worth executing you. The Iranian government, I mean, you know, for, for as corrupt as it is, it always does give off a... Uh, a uh, feel of power. They always do uh, come across as if they're in control. We had Obama, after he made the James Foley announcement, go and play golf, and then in Meet the Press, he admitted that he doesn't understand the theater of being a president. And uh, and that was a pretty bad optic uh, when he went to play golf after staying in the nation yeah, was in the morning. Yeah. After the British uh, fellow was uh, beheaded by El Ginny, um, which I wonder if he was a fan. 
Uh, you never know. Maybe he didn't like Elginny's rap, and uh, and that's why. Well, he... What's Obama supposed to do? Go not sit go in a, go sit in a dark room. Why does he have to like go be sad? Even though he's you know. Well, look... you don't got to go be sad. You have to go be angry. Yeah, but you're a politician. You got to understand that all eyes are on you. So right. yeah. as as. I mean, of course, he's not going to sit there 24 hours a day and think about everything. Yeah. He's got to take a dump at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. But when you got cameras on you and shit, anything can be used against you. Putin, you got to be careful. Putin seems strong. Uh, Obama does not. And then sadly, and I'm, uh, you know, I understand the Putin-Obama thing. Uh, but then David Cameron, after the beheading of the uh, hmm. British felly, I mean, uh, huge... Uh, you know, special meeting of Congress, Parliament, all these things, and he gave this very strong speech, and uh, that's what I'm upset about. David Cameron looking stronger than the first black U.S. president. What's funny is, like, all these countries take start taking shit serious when their own people get killed. Meanwhile, I mean, Obama did, ISIS though. has been can- killing everybody for a long time. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, why are we all worried about it now? Because all of a sudden, the Christians were being jeopardize in Iraq since when we gave a fuck about anyone else you know now we're like okay oh they beheaded an American journalist now we got to get involved right. it's an act of terrorism but yeah goddamn it's been going on for a while how you, long has ISIS been around 2004 2004 holy yeah. shit yeah well that's when they started you know regrouping if you do you remember that terrorist um, Al-Zawari that we, mm-hmm. we killed it comes from that era uh, okay. when Al Qaeda became a franchise in Iraq and focused in Iraq. You know, Al Qaeda up to that point was just a name of a terrorist organization that did some damage in in um, in U.S. But then after that, when we invaded Iraq, they started all these terrorist organizations started uh, connecting and linking themselves to Al Qaeda and getting money, and and it comes from those groups. It's the same yeah. thing that Dunkin' Donuts has done. <laughs> they, they, they're franchised, yeah. you know? Exactly. Is and there, then one of their franchises became a bigger monster. Kind of like Wendy's. Yeah. Didn't uh, Dave work for McDonald's for a while? Dave Thomas. Dave that's Thomas. right. But now Dave the Thomas ISIS. is bigger than McDonald's. That's what yeah. happened. Dave Thomas, the ISIS of all fast food restaurant owners. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dave. Yeah, he died of a heart attack. It's not right. Do you think the Brits are going to take a larger role? Uh, and the, do you think they should? Yeah. They will, because it's always... But the, what I don't like about the Brits is like they they were more hated than the Americans over there because they're they the ones are. who went and cut it all up. They divided it uh, all. That, At least we were like halfway respected because we get a, shit done a little bit. Yeah. The, 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 what I don't like about the Brits is they they always do all the dirty work, but with less soldiers, less money, and hiding behind us. We always take the lead, and we get the bad name for everything. But they're also behind it too. Yeah. Do you want us to have the bad name, or do you like us sort of? Leading from behind. We kind of have no choice. We have to lead. We are the superpower, and we fucked up in the Middle East pretty bad. That's, yeah. that's partly our fault. Yeah, can we just say, hey, we fucked up? I mean, I guess Obama tried that, in that with that uh, speech in Egypt in, what, 2008, 2009? I guess that was the closest you can come Even, to saying, yeah. like, yeah. hey, we fucked yeah. up, but we is don't. there any we've kind of never, reconciliation? We've never backtracked. We've never said we're sorry for anything we've done in the past because it just doesn't look you, it doesn't make you look good. And people don't care. Right? They don't, nobody cares if we messed up. Like Everyone hates us regardless. Well, you're right? just admitting to... Being a prick. Yeah, being a prick, which is kind of like confirming the other side's uh, political point. Right. So, so you admit. Now you deserve everything you get. Yeah. Are you happy that Maliki's out of there and you got this new government over yeah, there? Yeah, Maliki was a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he pretty much did the same thing uh, cool Saddam name. was doing. Saddam was... Malik, you know, yeah. uh, uh, he was hard on the Shiites, 
Now, Malachi was the guy in Iraq, right? Yeah, and then yeah. he was a Shiite. He came into power, and then he started doing the same thing to the Sunnis. He continued with the corruption. He started. He continued oppressing the Sunnis, and it's not going to work. So, out. to get this right in my head, did, has American pretty much thrown in with the Sunnis? Like, are those our dudes as far as the Sunnis and the Shiites? To to fight the to fight ISIS, we have to work with the Sunnis, in my opinion, more than the Shiites, because last thing we want to do is turn this into a bigger sectarian war than it is. And if it turns into a bigger sectarian war, does that just completely remove borders from this? Does it completely remove countries from this? It kind of has right now because the Syrian border and the Iraqi border doesn't exist anymore. It's it's become- Does it matter to those people over there? Because in the United States, everyone's like, well, you can't go into Syria, you can't bomb Syria, you can't kill ISIS over there because we don't have the right to do so because it's ISIS in Iraq. That's the... Uh, the thing that we're approving, you know? Yeah, but Obama just said that we're going to go and, uh, and do, do some dirt in Syria. Syria was kind of like the, the question mark because Iraq is a country that's, you know, U.S. can do whatever the fuck they want. Syria was still a country that it's still controlled by a foreign government that we don't have any influence in. But now we're saying we're going to do the same thing in Syria that we do in Pakistan yeah. and without, your, not, without and, your approval. And Russia's not happy about that. No. Like, Russia hates that we're going into well, Syria. Well, what Russians did right. was they, they flipped the coin and they said, we, we're we against this because for the same reasons that you're against our uh, interference in Ukraine and our troops in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So they, they basically said, fuck you. You yeah. tell me I can't do it, you're going to do the same thing in Syria. That's what they were trying to say. Okay. So it's just dick waving. Yeah, exactly. It's like, here, on your forehead. Now, are Russia and Syria allies? Russia and Syria are allies. Yeah. yeah. They have been for a while. Yeah. Um, they buy all their weapons are there, from Russia. If you go over there, if you would watch a politician run... Uh, in Syria or Iraq or Turkey, does the issue of border control come up often? Because, you know, if you have like a Texas uh, situation or uh, Arizona, um, border security is always just like, you know, trumpeted as one of the most important national issues. Does that exist over there if the Syrians lines are more seem fluid? a lot more dangerous than Mexicans. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree with that. But if, but if they don't recognize uh, See, border lines as much, uh, do they really? You have to, like, look, I've, I've been to these borders, and it's not what you think. Because, again, like, everything's so... It, tribe-based and so controlled by different warlords and you know it's not like a central government just with a lockdown you know territorial right. security force there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of dirt that goes on between these and that it's easy to overthrow and take over uh, a, a border checkpoint and that's what the ISIS did so did I was ISIS in Syria before the revolution happened and uh, or was it afterwards and that's why the notion of, of arming the rebels was okay because we didn't realize that uh, these groups of ISIS were coming through uh, just freely ISIS started in Iraq in 2004 fighting the Americans and then when Syria hit the fan they moved to Syria and they took all their expertise and weapons and their knowledge and they started kicking Assad's government's ass and when they succeeded in taking over a lot of territory in 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 Syria then they they're like let's go back to Iraq and expand our power so it was homegrown in Iraq and trained in Iraq experienced in Iraq learned what they what they had to do and they went to Syria they achieved a lot of um, uh, you know successes in, in Syria by taking over the land and right. beating the shit out of the Assad military. And and everywhere they go, they're, they're just collecting random weapons. And I mean, it's just snowballs yeah. out of control. Now, in Mosul, Iraq, when, when they took over the city, they robbed all the banks and they took about $450 million of their treasury. They're bank robbers too? 
Well, when you take over a city like Mosul, right. which is oil rich and shit like that, uh, the first thing you do is you go to the banks. That's where the money's at. <laughs> and so they're, they were self-funding, uh, like we were saying earlier, they, so they tax uh, the people and yeah. things like that. Yeah. They're the richest terrorist organization ever. And would you say they're the most intelligent? Uh, they are, yeah. They've, they've, they've evolved into a more effective, kind of like a military. Yeah. Than a, you know, tag, you know, ragtag. Well, they're a government. They are a government. They, yeah. They, they have, it's not even a military. It's, it no. goes past that. Yeah. They, they have social organizations. They have, you know, they are exactly like a, we have to fight them like a military. They have tanks. Yeah. So you would that, say it's a more conventional war now than it was back in 2001 when we went to a more urban landscape. They have, mean, so like we were saying, I mean, this is sort of more of a Russian Cold War style war, mm-hmm. more of a, a Germany uh, versus United States kind of war? Kind of no, because they have conventional weapons and they use tactics to, to, to do what they got to do, but they're also still a guerrilla warfare kind of thing that they fight. Um, yeah, we're not going to be like storming the beach at Normandy. Or yeah, exactly. Like right. They're not, they're not going to be waiting for us like that and shit like that. They're going to... They so use, it's a hybrid of the both. So they have a government yeah. put in place, but they're also just sort of Viet Cong in and out. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy. We, we just didn't think about it back in the day. What do you think? Uh, one last question. What do you think we should do? do you, are you happy with uh, the current uh, strategy? Uh, I do, actually. The current U.S. Stra- uh, strategy? A couple of things Obama said I liked. Uh, one of the plans was he mentioned it outright that this is to defend Muslims, Christians, and whoever, other yeah. other uh, minority. Made sure to say the Islamic State is not right. uh, so Islam. He, yeah. So he didn't draw. And also he didn't. He didn't, um, and he also said we're going to work with the opposition Sunnis, which means that's what he's got to do. He's got to, he can't, again, like he can't take sides with Shiites to fight the Sunni extremists. He's got to work with the Sunnis to fight these guys, to keep it contained before it getting totally out of control and becoming a real um, ethnic, you know, um, war, which already is. Uh, after everyone starts to see what the war actually looks like, after the United States starts to win a little bit, uh, there's going to be a lot of blood. Do you think the American people are going to be able to maintain support for the war? I don't know, man. It's hard to judge American people. We're so preoccupied with other things. I'm not sure if this is like on top of everyone's mind right yeah, now. Yeah, as long as we leak some more naked pictures of Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> I think that's horrible. That's, yeah. That seems to be... Like, yeah. That's that's. I mean, right now, look, man, it's fr- it's Sunday, and everyone's right. watching football, and you know, eating pizza and drinking beer. Which no peace, no war, no no Jennifer Lawrence nudes. But that's no. the luxury of being a superpower. So we don't no have to war. fight wars here. We have to fight them somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And we don't want it to come here. Right. Awesome, man. Thanks so much for being here, Saman. Thank you, all of you. Love you, buddy. Oh, Thanks for being always here, Eddie. A pleasure. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, oh, always a pleasure. Hey, I like showing up. I like how we always yeah. solve problems here, man. Oh, always. How come no one's listening? Ed came out with a fa- fantastic two, two-step plan that I think is way better than Obama's plan. The beheading festival. <laughs> beheading festival. Grand idea, man. Grand idea. I would even let it go a couple of seasons to, to really get their confidence. Yeah, you make them think there's teams, you know, and you <laughs> finally find out big. who's good kinda at like, it, who's bad at it. You know, it's a whole like thing. Burning Man, but beheading <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. And, and have it go on for a couple of seasons and then bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already in the desert. Exactly. <laughs> lots of towels, lots of heads. Next thing you know, they're all listening to house music, dropping acid, and doing ecstasy and shit. 
For more brilliant pieces of knowledge, uh, follow Eddie on Twitter at What's Next. Ed. Eddie for Congress. Oh, Eddie for Congress, Eddie for Senate, and Eddie uh, for, for president. president. Everything. I'm not a crook. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're a convicted felon. Yeah, yeah. Not for thievery. Marcus Morris on Twitter. I'm Ben Kissel. Child rape doesn't count. <laughs> oh, leave him alone. Good God, Saban. Oh, my goodness. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.